0: My name is Carla, and welcome back to the Becoming Her podcast. On today's show, we have a special guest who is beautiful, driven, and filled with so much wisdom. She's a feminine entrepreneur who does coaching as well. Please welcome Alexandria. Woohoo! Hi, I'm so happy to be
1: here.
0: I'm so happy that you are, are you? on. Of course, I'm so happy you that know. you're on. And, you know, let me go ahead and start off by saying that I love your work. I agree with your content, your honesty, and we need more of yous. If you can multiply, if I could just put you on like a math problem staff. and multiply like 10 of yous, we need more of yous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. And so our audience can understand you a little bit more. Uh, what do you do for a living? And you know, what got you into the social media space?
1: I actually am a full time content creator. So I actually only work from home, I work with helping my girls to overcome trauma. And I also like to just work on TikTok by uploading videos that can help people every day in their lives. Um, I would say that what really got me into the business that I am in now is I started by being an influencer. So um, a few I was really into fashion. My own professionally. And I took it to Instagram. Mm Outfits, why not? As As I began to upload mm -hmm. content, people started to follow me more. They wanted to know more about who I was. And as I started to um, tell them these things about myself and to share my journey, I started to realize how many women. are going about their journey in the wrong way and I really wish I had more people that were there for me to tell me what mistakes I was making when it came to Mm -hmm. my level of journey which was Mm -hmm. um, money, career building, love. I didn't have that and when people started to DM me and ask me these questions, I started to respond and I actually started to follow me. And I realized that more that... people needed the help that I was offering. And next thing I knew, my inbox had now. Yes.
0: <laughs> wow. So it, it happened by accident. Yeah, it, that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at. It, it happened, happened by, by accident, accident, but not so accident. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, like so I said. I yeah like I said like we need more of views because I completely agree with you in, in that regard <laughs> now I feel like there's a little bit you know more of a space for people to turn from influencers to content creators and from content creators to coaches and create their own business now there's a little bit of more space uh, of that but when I started following you I think well at least on Instagram you had a huge audience you had I like did. at least 100k um on there and I was like okay this girl hasn't been doing it for a while that's what got me into you know wanting to work with you because you knew what you were doing and you could you had this confidence this magnetic energy and i sensed authenticity off the bat and i knew that you were what you were speaking of was speaking from experience from a from a good place and that's why i really wanted to bring you on and i remember when i first came like i said across one of your videos uh you were speaking on the dangers of being a spoiled girlfriend
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and living with the, at, at a wealthy man's house. Uh, what, what are they called? The stay at home girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so, so would you mind elaborating on this idealized lifestyle of living a soft life without any substance?
1: Um, I think living a soft life without substance can get you in more danger than people realize you have to be able to have your mind together so you'll know what type of man that you're picking and know exactly what you're working towards in your life. For you, for instance, I noticed that you talk a lot about marriage and knowing what you want out of a man and knowing what your end goal is. Mm -hmm. A lot of these ladies are confused. When we go about the stay-at-home girlfriends, there's two types. There's the types that just want to enjoy the moment, just want to be tomorrow but
0: they're, they're just thinking about too.
1: today then you have the mm-hmm. second type who is thinking that being a stay-at-home girlfriend is going to lead to marriage mm-hmm. now I want to make this clear for everyone who's listening that this is the rule not the exception sure there are women who move in that end up engaged that end up married that end up happily ever after but more often than not that does not happen and what I find is when we as women make mistakes, we don't talk about our mistakes. We highlight our success. We highlight the things that went good for us because we can become embarrassed. I've even talked to a few girls myself who I wanted to encourage, you know, um, come online and let's talk more about, you know, the real parts of your life. I, I see the luxury, I see the handbags, I see the private jet. But let's talk more about maybe those things that didn't work out for you, that actually led you to having the long-term marriage and relationship that you have now. And there has been to me, I would love to, but I'm just not ready. I don't feel comfortable expressing that, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when we have coaches and gurus like you and me who are in this business, but we feel too afraid This is where I was getting in trouble. If Mm -hmm. I had coaches and gurus that I followed in my early 20s that told me the real truth of the things that didn't go right for them, the things that ended up bad for them, I wouldn't have made some of the decisions I made when I was younger. Mm -hmm. So I would have to say to that that a lot of these girls who are aspiring to these lifestyles, they're not seeing the real inside and outside. So what's really going on behind the closed doors? When we move in with men in particular that aren't our husbands, that don't have any stable foundation for us, we set ourselves up for losses. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean, um, there are plenty of girls. with the men who are paying their tuition, that are, you know, getting them food every day, that are paying for their lifestyle. What the danger happens is when you become too reliant on that source of providing shit. So does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that means if you cannot get up for yourself and know how to make your own income, know how to pay for your own tuition, know how to pay for the important things in your life, once you rely on these men, they can become controlling, they can become Mm -hmm. abusive. Then you have those situations where it's either I do what he says or I'm homeless. I do what he says or my tuition isn't paid and I can't graduate college. I do what he says by not seeing my friends, the friends that I grew up with, the girls that I love, or I end up being, you know, a person with nothing. So mainly, when my main concern for younger girls is is not having anything to fall back on. Mm-hmm. And that is for my girls. that just want to have fun. Now, if we are looking at the girls that want to have marriage, that's completely different. Because in this field, you are now doing wife duties. Mm-hmm. You are giving him a wife privileges. Why does he have to let's think logically about this? Why does he have to pay put a ring on it? If he's getting the what? The milk for free. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what we like to say, if he's getting the milk for free. And um, I was watching this pastor not too long ago, and he was speaking about the importance of marriage. But before you come into a state of being married or being in union, you have to know who you are first. And by doing so, you have to have boundaries. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you why. Because by nature, humans take advantage of what is weak. So regardless if I love you, if I think you are the most amazing person in the world, my human trait, how I was created, is to do just as much as I can get away with. So Mm -hmm. I don't care if this man loves you and he thinks you are the best thing on earth. If you are making things easy for him. If you are giving him all the benefits without demanding anything in return, this man by nature will become comfortable and complacent. Therefore, 90 to, let me not say that. Let me say 80% to 75% of these girls who move in don't reach marriage. They don't. Mm-hmm. And um, these are why it's, it's just important. It's important to establish that boundary of saying, I wait until marriage before I take that next step. Mm -hmm. And I find it very interesting because in my sphere, the level up sphere, ladies like to say, um, you know, making dinner for a man is wife privileges. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, they neglect to mention how even sleeping with a man before marriage is wife privileges. We don't talk about that.
0: Exactly.
1: We don't talk about that.
0: Yeah, no. And you know, I think I would like to add on to to what you're saying. And the thing also that these people are not really understanding, and I could say this from a wife perspective, like that's Mm -hmm. why I talk a lot about more marriage because people need to understand that, you know, the dating process is important, but a lot of these uh, tips and tricks are not meant. I don't want to say like not meant to help women succeed in marriage. That's why I'm very cautious with like, you know, if mm-hmm. you're going to be a girlfriend, give him only girlfriend privileges. If you want to be a wife, you know, wait until marriage. Let him know, like, hey, you know, this is half of the access that I'm giving you because I'm your girlfriend. I'm giving you full access to girlfriend privileges. But, you know, X, Y, Z is wife privileges. That's why I say do not sleep over. Yes. A lot of women don't understand that. I'm like, don't sleep over. Why are you sleeping over? If you're dating, why are you always at his house? He should be taking you out on dates. You guys should be having fun. You guys should be doing different things. There's a time for everything. And these women are not realizing that it's just not clicking and they're getting either they're saying this doesn't work for everybody and that's why you know i recently made a video i'm like you're right unfortunately it doesn't now we classify these girls that understand their worth and know what they're you know know what they want as high value women if you want to be considered a high value woman you want to be considered you know a woman uh worthy of pursuing you need to have these strong boundaries because you understand that your presence your essence is worth it and and it's not clicking for them it's not and I I talk about how I made a commitment to want to wait until marriage like I told my husband whenever me and my husband were dating I was like I'm not I'm not sleeping over I'm not doing x y and z I'm I'm definitely not going to be you know giving you access to me physically and you know he respected that and he valued that and he put the ring on it yeah probably a lot quicker than he should have but you know what if the goal is you know marriage and you know um you you date for marriage you're you start discerning those that are for you and those that don't Mm -hmm. you you start identifying those two so i love that you um you you speak on this topic of the spoiled the spoiled girlfriends or the girlfriends that are living um what are they the stay-at-home girlfriends that's not something to be proud of and even then like even then uh same thing goes for like at stay at home moms. I always suggest for them to always have something, you know, mm-hmm. have, even if it's like perfecting baking, perfecting something. You always how you were saying you want to, you have to know yourself first and have boundaries, so that when you go and you grow through your relationship, you're not left behind. You have to keep up with yourself. That's why it's important to create those habits now that you that you can and you have all the time in the world for you. Then when you're in a relationship.
1: I also want to say that being a stay at home girlfriend benefits the man more than it benefits the woman. And I think it's this massive deception. And this is why mostly women in their early 20 fall falls into these traps. And I speak about this. Um, A lot of girls don't understand that they're confused, right? Mm -hmm. It's an illusion that they're being sold. For Mm -hmm. instance, a man is moving me in so that he can have access to me whenever he desires. That's really the only reason why he's moving me. In. Yep. He's not spoiling me, but he's going about doing everything that he would do for himself. In that case, if he only wanted to take care of me, he could do that for me for my own house. He could pay my own light bill. He could pay my own water mm-hmm. bill. He could pay my own phone bill you know what i mean sure. and i think by women moving in they're forgetting this they're 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 truly forgetting and n- not only that I've also ran into plenty of clients also that are not getting the perks of the additional shopping Um, for a large majority of my girls. Right. It comes along with, you know, shopping sprees, handbags, allowances, all that. But then the crazy part is you have about 50 percent of those other girls that don't get those perks. Those are the girls that still have to go to work and maybe they don't have to go to work. Maybe their man doesn't make them work, but he dang sure isn't going to take you shopping for a YSL bag. You know, he's uh-huh. not going to take you shopping for the the latest gown or the latest dress. The only time you would see him shopping is if maybe he needs for you to come with him to an event, to um, a certain party or something. He needs you to look a certain way. And many girls who haven't gotten spoiled, who haven't gotten truly taken care of, they don't see that. They only see the fact that he's swiping his card. They don't understand that every single thing that you think that he's doing for you, he's really doing for himself. Mm -hmm. And that's what girls need to realize.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I completely agree. And it's a really, I'm just so happy that we have the space to share and to voice out what's going on. It's just such a big tragedy. And I get so sad whenever you know, women really don't, a lot, a lot of women don't want help because they're scared of either accountability, being judged or being wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, being being wrong, but I'm glad that that we're creating space and having these conversations because they should, Th- these conversations need to, to, to be spoken and communicated so that we can stop making the same mistakes. Absolutely. We can stop making the same mistakes. And, you know, let's go ahead and jump into um the, the age thing, right? So most men are making, most men that are making a lot of money, maybe could be, you know, mid thirties, forties, early fifties. And most women, you know, want this type of lifestyle that wealthy men offer, but there's a huge age gap. Do you think it's wise for young women to be in this age gap relationship?
1: I absolutely do not think it's wise for women to be in age gap relationships. That's like my favorite question. (laughs) Even um, right now, to talk a little bit about my private life, um, I've been on. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, the crazy thing is, is, I feel like I spend most of my time on dating websites doing research for my business, and I actually do right. <laughs> trying to make a connection. Right. Um. But I have talked to a few men about this subject in particular recently. But also it's been just my observation, many men, they love to go for younger women because they don't understand the dynamics of what a relationship really means. They don't understand how a man is truly supposed to show up for you. It is not many ladies that is under 25 that can really understand this. And that's simply because they weren't taught. To understand this. And men who are of an older age, they prey on that. They prey on the naivety. They prey on the things that they don't know and they don't understand. Most men that come into the lives of girls that are, you know, I like to say really 27 and under, and I'll get into the other age gaps in a second, but 27 and under, they specifically target them for the purposes of fun, uh-huh. The majority of these men, now again, this is the rule, not the exception. The majority of these men are looking to not settle down. They're looking to explore new dynamics in relationships. They're looking to wake up every day and have fun. They're not looking for a 37-year-old woman to tell them what she expects and how she expects it. Women in their early 20s most times don't have the same boundaries that older ladies do. So girls have to realize when they're looking at these men to provide them a lifestyle. They have to understand that that lifestyle most times does not have longevity. So Mm -hmm. even though you might travel, you might get the perks, you might get the trips, you might get to see new places all around the world. It's not something that you're going to be able to hold on two years, three years, or four years from now. A lot of these girls, um, they get future faked really easy. And that's something that older men love to do to younger women. That's something that men do in particular. In your- <laughs> but, you know, as they age, they realize that older women don't fall for it anymore, right? We've mm-hmm. already been through every day, you know. But the younger girl that's 18, 19, oh, there is there is no reason that a man can explain to me why he is going after an 18-year-old. I'm sorry. That's just, I just think that is so disrespectful. It when is. A, um, right? It is so disrespectful. A 18-year-old um, doesn't understand that future faking can look like this, okay? And I've seen it happen. It can look like this. Let's say I'm a super wealthy businessman and I travel often, I can future fake you by sending you pictures, Instagram, Snapchats, um, just videos, honestly, to your iPhone of me traveling all over the place and me saying, oh, how I wish you were here with me. I'm in Cairo, Egypt today. I can't wait to bring you here. Do you see these camels? Do you see this amazing seven-star hotel I'm staying in in Dubai, the Barrage, Al Arab? Can you imagine us being here together? And as a young girl that's impressionable, that hasn't seen those things, that hasn't experienced that side of the world, you're gonna be thinking, Oh my god, he's gonna take me to this place, it's gonna be so amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. So then he's gonna to come to you and he's gonna show up with gifts, but it's not gonna be gifts to the level that you expect it to be. For instance, he might buy you. I-, I love sebastian awesome Crystal, right? I love something more affordable. He can mm-hmm. give you you know, a $400 bracelet, a $300 bracelet. And for a girl that's, you know, going to work every day, making the bare minimum 300 400 that's good. And mm-hmm. he can give that to you by saying, now you see the Cartier on my wrist. I'm going to get you one of these two. This one was 8,000. I'm going to get you this. I'm going to get you this like me. He can promise you these trips and these vacations. And I'm telling you, just take you up the street to the nearest major city and get you a suite right around the corner. And many girls won't even see this. You won't even see, for instance, let's say you live in San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. And he's promising that he's going to take you to Turkey. However, he decides to take you to LA on the road trip. How many girls have fallen for this? Plenty of girls have fallen for this. We're going to go to LA. LA is closer to you. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to Tijuana. Tijuana is closer to you. Mm-hmm. So. Girls wouldn't be able to distinguish the difference between him taking me on a trip versus him taking me on a trip where he's spending 50 grand, 20 grand, 10 grand even. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And another tip that girls need to understand is they need to understand finance. This is why it's important to have those moments where you are free to pay for your own things. And by that, I mean, let's say, let me tell you this. If I go to New York City and I decide to rent a penthouse um, you know, hotel suite, and let's say for one day and this hotel suite, one night in this hotel suite is $8,000. Now, let's say that I live here where I live now, San Francisco, and let's say that I go to Tahoe, and I go to the Peppermill, I like to talk about this often, which is a very luxurious spa, gorgeous hotel here in Reno, um, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, you can get a suite At Reno, Nevada, that looked just the way it would look in New York for like $400 a night. And because you have never looked into that yourself, you don't know finances, baby. Mm -hmm. You're going to think that this man is spending high roller money on you when at the end of the day, he's giving you bare minimum. He's giving you breadcrumbs. You yourself can pay for you to go to that own place if you actually looked into it. Mm -hmm. So. These men know that. these men know that these girls don't know the difference. they 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 value um a Louis Vuitton bag, a toiletry bag that really might be four hundred dollars, the same as they would value. Um, a Christian Dior lady bag that's, you know, Swarovski crystal, that might be $15,000. They really don't know the difference. And this is also where we get into the whole trend of trying to keep up with trends when you really don't appreciate fashion for yourself.
0: When Mm -hmm. you really
1: don't know these brands, when you really don't know these styles, when you really don't know this stuff, these men can use that to trick you, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no. My thing for that in particular, when it comes to a girl that is really, like I say, under age 27 and under, I prefer that they date men within that age range. Now, I want... For our boys and our men that are younger to stop being disregarded because of their age and to stop being disregarded because they might not be as established as the 40 and 50 year old. Mm-hmm. Because you have to understand by talking to these men and knowing these men, meeting these men, they started their own businesses when they were in their 20s. They started their, they didn't even start making money till they were 35. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they started working their way up the corporate ladder. They started um, graduating college with honors and interning for major politicians. And and I can't believe that these girls are overlooking really good boys in the pursuit of men that are looking to take advantage of them.
0: I have a
1: lot to say about that. And yeah, you're right. It's just, it's completely true. And um, one thing that I've learned from paying attention to the 1% is um, a lot of people in that demographic, they don't send their daughters to Harvard and Princeton just because they want her to get a degree to go out and, you know, start her own business and make millions of dollars. No, they send them to these schools so they can make connects and network. And that's something that people don't realize. That's why the name of going to Princeton is so important that's why the name of going to yell is so important it's not about the credentials it's not about your grades it's about the people who you meet when you are at that school those people when they join fraternities and sororities these people are in high power right Mm -hmm. so it's send a letter, say God God. is in this fraternity that, you know, was started in the 1800s and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You automatically have that job. And that's a secret many people don't know. You automatically have that job just by being associated with certain fraternities and sororities. People send their daughters to these schools to meet husbands. Mm -hmm. Because, you have to understand, that when men Um, let's take this for instance, right? Because we have younger people watching this. So listening to this, let me talk about Twilight, right? And let's talk about the theory of imprinting that uh, Jacob would do, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, wolves, they imprint on Mm -hmm. people. (laughs) Yes. People totally disregard that first love for a man. They really do that first love that one that he loves more than anybody else that girl that he will never forget the archetype that has even started what he is attracted to and what he will not be attracted to for the rest of his life many people disregard that if you are a girl that is that first love for that man and that man has God in his life let's start with that also He's not going to leave you once he make it. He's not going to forget about you. You're not going to struggle all your life and never see anything progressive out of it. I feel for a lot of these girls, they fall into the trend of fear mongering, where they just believe that they can't be willing to wait They can't be willing to have patience because either one, this man is going to leave me or two, this man is never going to make it. And if you're young and you look for the right qualifications at that age, you will 150% end up with a man who makes it. I promise you that. Right. So let me go ahead and and ask you this question.
0: Uh, Yeah. In your opinion, what do you classify a man that has these husband qualities or a man of high value? What, What does that look like for someone young, you know? For them to identify these things
1: so number one thing that you need to identify is a man's faith and i think people overlook that often because the way he builds his foundations as his moral code is what is going to emphasize whether he's going to be a man of character and people overlook character often right because without character that's where we get the cheating without character that's where we get the abuse without character that's where we get all the toxic nasty, gross stuff. So what you need to look for is a man's character. A high-value man has high values. And girls forget that. Of course he has the means to provide for you. Of course he has a good job. Of course he has those things. But there's a major difference between a rich man and a man who has high morals and values. Uh-huh. That's what I have to say to that one. No,
0: no, no. no. and And I agree. Just because you know I'm married, So I'm married. Oh,
1: doggy. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's my chihuahua. Oh, you have a chihuahua? I do. He's a teacup. (laughs) He's an old man though. He's (laughs) ten. That's so funny. Um. So, yeah,
0: like i married, so th- that's so great that you talk about that. That's what I talk about. There's there's a video that I released a while ago, but I say, like, just because he has money or just because he's rich does not mean that he's wealthy or thinks in abundance or is a high-value man. There's a very, very, very clear distinction between the two. A high-value man has is rich in character that will lead right. him to wealth and in abundance. Mm-hmm. And someone that's, like, maybe, you know, has generational wealth. In- so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah in their family might not have the same thing and i married young and i married someone that was young as well uh, just because i i saw the i saw where he could be and a lot of people are like oh you dated you married a potential and it's like no mm. he already had his stable job he was already stable he uh, he was very responsible, and that's what I liked about him. and I saw myself being safe with him and he knew what he wanted. He wanted a family and that's something what uh, that's something that I very much valued myself and I was like, you know what this is a this is a good man. This is a good man. He has his priorities straight. he knows how to set boundaries. he has boundaries of his own um, and you know, we met at the right time. he was looking to settle down with he was ready to settle and not settle, but you know, ready to get married and he was really young as well he he was young and he had experience on him in regards to just life experience in general so even though he was coming into relationship being 23 24 24 he he already had so much life experience that for me he was you know older and he acted as if he was older because you could tell that he had experience with just life because life happens and hence why he was so responsible with finances. He had an amazing credit score. He like knew wow. what he was doing. And that was like one of the first conversations, not conversations, you know, but first the conversations we had, like I think it was within the first couple of four, maybe the fourth day we talked about credit. And he's like, let me go ahead and show you my credit score. Like I want to be completely transparent with you because I want you to know where I am right now, what I'm doing with what I have now. But this this is not this, this is not the type of lifestyle that I'm always going to have. And, you know, one thing that you have to look at as well is like, is he a man of his word? Is he a man of action? Does he do what he says? And you have a lot of these women just going based off of what the man says, not what he does. And that's what shows you that he's rich in characters, that he's um, he's doing what he says and he is committing to you and and doing that. Can you hear me?
1: Yes, I can hear you. Sorry, I kind of lost you for a second there. No worries
0: um so yeah I, I completely agree with you that these younger men shouldn't be overlooked they shouldn't No. They, they shouldn't so i completely agree with you on that and you know let's go ahead and transition into uh, femininity because a lot of these women you know they want a specific type of man um but they don't they might not have the character for it so i wrote here a lot of women believe that they don't need anything else except a pretty face and their feminine energy to attract wealthy men Do you think this is true? Why or why not?
1: Um, Can you hear me good enough right now? I had to put it. Okay. Um, Let me say that's true. Okay. Let me just be completely transparent. You do not need character to attract a rich man. However, you need character to attract a high value man. And I think those two are used simultaneously when they are very different from each other. Really, in my experience, you can just dress nice, put on some lipstick, look very good. You know, the plastic surgery bodies, all that type of stuff. And you can just have rich men simply flock to you. But the question is, do those rich men want anything? Mm -hmm. Do they really want anything from you? And I know it's a trend for many women to want to be a trophy wife, but the reality is you never want to be a trophy wife because what do people do with trophies? They put them on the shelf. Mm -hmm. these men don't value you as a person they value you you're simply a commodity that's that's Mm -hmm. all you are they see it just as money you're something that can be bought you're something that can be used until they get bored which they do get bored in most cases and that's when they either leave you for another woman or they either cheat on you and you find out about the 17 mistresses all around the world
0: (laughs) right i know yeah there's this movie have you watched it it's called the other Woman it's on yes
1: that that movie (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) sorry dog 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 sorry no you're good are you walking i am walking because i have so many things to do (laughs) so i'm doing this and running errands at the same time okay yes i have seen the other woman
0: yeah no no no. and and that's what happens where they find out of all the different mistresses that this that this man has and Mm -hmm. it's true and she was a trophy wife and yes. she didn't, she didn't, you know, she realized like, Oh my gosh, that was my entire identity. Now what the heck do I do? So I love that movie. And I'm, I'm probably gonna make a video on it because it's so good. Now let's move into mindset. Uh, when did you decide to level up? Were you always this, you know, high value woman, this very wise woman that you are?
1: Um, so there's two parts to my level of journey. My initial level of journey was very material, right? It's education, it's uh, work, it's how I look, it's beauty routine, it's how I dress. I didn't start until I was, honestly, I would say 30 until I really did the mindset work. And I wish I would have done that first before starting to do anything else. Because I think ladies don't understand that. The prettier you are, the more you attract toxicity, which means toxic men, right? Mm-hmm. And if you have your mindset where it needs to be, there are so many situations with men and with women, because I've also, you know, had heartbreaks around friendships that were very materialistic myself. And I realized if I never was putting myself, presenting myself in a certain way, I never would have attracted those people that vibrated in that frequency, right? hmm So um, I really didn't start doing this work until I was 29, turning 30. And um, what people neglect to realize is that a part of a level up journey is also your character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, we easily forget it because character isn't something that we see. Character is not what really makes us a million dollars most of the time. Character is not really what gets us the job. So people don't care about that. However, character is what decides the outcome of your life, Uh right? Uh So if you have good character, good morals, good belief system, foundations, all that, you're going to be the one that's 60, 70, and 80 years old, very happy with your life, very prosperous in your relationships and your business. However, the people who don't operate like that do tend to get things sooner, but just because you get things sooner does not mean that they have longevity. I love that. That's true. Very true. That's
0: very true. And is that what happened to you that you realized? Okay, leveled up materialistic, leveled up mindset wise. Now you're starting to see the fruit of of all of those together.
1: Yes, absolutely. I really am. And I couldn't be more in a happier place, you know, essentially, you know, right now I'm not even, I'm a full-time creator, so I don't even have a nine to five anymore. But when I realized that I was just chasing materialistic stuff and success and all that, I was chasing it too hard that it was running from me. Right. And I think people forget about, they like to say the rule of manifestation, but by being a Christian, I call it prayer, right? I call it asking God for the things that I want and the things that I wanna bring into my life. And when I was living outside of God's will, I wasn't able to attract the things that really made me happy, which is like I said, my friendships, um, the men that I date, my business. None of that could have even came into fruition if I was still out here living and thinking the way I was living and thinking before, which was thinking that love was all about money and it was all about how much a man can offer me um friendships were also about what i could get out of it instead of thinking about what i could give and what i could learn
0: can you talk a little bit more about that that's actually very interesting
1: what part the friendship the, part
0: no the both part of how uh, you're starting to see this trend of like what can he offer me? what can this friendship offer me? what can i yeah. benefit from this
1: Um, What I think about, I think that in general, our society has gone way too much towards what can I take instead of what can I give? And you have to understand when you're thinking like that, you're going to get people that think the exact same way. Uh So you can't grow if you are around people. Okay, for instance, I just recently met this new girlfriend. I adore her. I think she's amazing. We have nothing in common nothing in common when i say nothing i mean nothing but what's so funny about it is because we don't have anything in common because we think differently we come from two different backgrounds we've had two different types of lives i can learn from her and she can learn from me my belief is that god has created you know interactions and people around you to help you grow spiritually if you're not growing mentally or spiritually what are you doing Uh You know, I spent so much time with friends with money and handbags and uh, clothes and cars and, oh, let's take a picture over here because it looks wealthy. And, you know, and it just it didn't do anything for me. And I realized that the majority of people in that lifestyle are people that haven't done the inner work on themselves There were people who were toxic. There were people who were mean, rude, disrespectful, thieves, liars, cheaters, um, among many other things. And when you truly are not something, it doesn't matter how you try to fit in with those around you. You will not be able to fit in because you don't align. So um, it came with a lot of heartbreaks. (laughs) More heartbreaks, I have to say, um, in friendships than with men you know, I learned my lessons pretty fast with guys and I just work on myself. So I don't have a lot of problems with, you know, past heartbreaks with men, mm-hmm. but I do more so with friendships and I had to learn, I had to grow and um, I'm doing quite well with that now. I'm very happy. I love the new friends I'm meeting, it, including you, Carla. Yes. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I, I love that we were able to connect and honestly same same goes for me that's why i i'm always trying my best to create this like network and know that you know let other women know that are in the same space as us that they have my support like that that's what uh, this is all about and that's why i just created a community called becoming her together and where oh. you know it's like we we're becoming our best versions of ourselves together and I mean right. that we, we need that. Uh, we, need, we need to become our best versions together and create this community so that we can keep each other accountable and, you know, speak how you were saying, speak on the mistakes so that, you know, maybe you already made that mistake and you're in that little uh, bubble of fixing it, but that doesn't mean that you can't share your wisdom to, some, to someone else so they can avoid that mistake. And I feel like you're right that right now there's a lot of take, 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 and not enough give, give, give. And Mm -hmm. there has to be a type of balance so that you can be fulfilled. And you realize now, I'm assuming, that now that you're in this different space of I give, but I also know my worth, so I set these boundaries, you are happier and you have, you know, it's life is a little bit sweeter.
1: Very much so. Very much so.
0: I completely agree with you on that. Now, to close today's episode, um, any words of wisdom for women that find themselves in a position ready to level up, what would you suggest for them to do?
1: Work on your character first and foremost. Like I said, your character is what decides where you will end up in life. It decides where you are going. And again, like I say, people like to forget about character. They think it's not that important, but character will decide what type of man you marry. Character will decide how you raise your children. Character will decide those who are around you that will give you the amount of love and support that you need when you lack that. And this is why we have so many celebrities, I like to say, that have you know, unalive themselves or dealt with depression and dealt with all these things, and they had everything in the world handed to them, right? Mm -hmm. It's because they neglected their character. And by doing that, the people around them were toxic. And what toxic people do, they're vampires, they leech off you. And money, money and wealth and success cannot fill that hole. I don't care how much you try, how how much you try to go to Louis Vuitton and you know buy a whole bunch of things so you can forget about it it's not going to change anything Mm -hmm. so if I have to give you the advice it's going to be that start your level up journey with your mindset start your level up journey with your character
0: that's wonderful and beautiful and I completely agree with you on that
1: and for those that are interested in coaching
0: with you where can they find you
1: Yes, you can find my TikTok at Level Up with Alex. Just reached twenty five. <laughs> I saw 25. that. Like, yeah, really. Yes. Um, if you do want to do a one-on-one session with me, my website is www.myinnerbeauty.org. So it's all about finding the real you, finding what really makes you happy, and finding your way in the world. There are multiple different coaching sessions that I offer on that. But do realize that I am a coach that. That focuses on the mental part of leveling up. So you won't see really any fashion tips. You won't see me teaching you how to eat with the right spoon and the right fork. (laughs) I'm going to teach you how
0: to be better people. That's amazing and that's awesome. And we'll go ahead and close with that. So, you guys, go ahead and give her a follow. Go ahead. And if you're interested, um, work with her. And like I said before, right now I'm not, I stopped my one on one coaching. I'm doing more group coaching. So, I think that this would be, yeah, this would be a great time for you to go ahead and start working with Alex. And really, notice what she says, you guys. She just told you she's happier by not just taking, 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 she's also giving and she's being yes. wise, like I said. So really use this time to um analyze as she said and if you want to work with her, you'll you'll have access to her as well. Um, so I'm super happy to have you on. Thank you so much for saving the time. I know you're a busy gal. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> this episode will be released this upcoming Sunday and um, it was nice chatting with you. Thank you so much yes. for coming on.
1: Yes, I will be in touch. Yes, absolutely.